Good morning, everyone. It's so nice to be at St. Hagop Armenian Church again. It's been a little while since I've been here. I can't remember how long. It's a great pleasure. It's a real joy, actually, to be back here in this church with you, to pray with you, uh, to share in Holy Communion, to celebrate the Holy Badarak together with you, uh, with friends. Uh, so many of you that I know from here, and many of you that I know from here, but I knew you before from New York, and, um, and it's very nice to see you all, and some people that I don't know that I hope I'll get to meet um, afterwards. Um, talk about a joy, the joy that we feel when we see people that we love, people that we know, especially people that we don't see too often. It's a special experience in our lives, actually. It's a special gift, I would say, that comes from God. Uh, think about it, you know, when you see someone that you haven't seen for a while, somebody that you care for, someone that you love, someone that loves you. Um, I've been feeling it all these last couple of days that I've been here, uh, running into old friends, had a nice wedding yesterday, and this feeling of kind of spontaneous joy that kind of wells up within, a kind of a positive energy that sort of awakens inside you. Very hard to describe that feeling, but we've all had it. And we Armenians, we run and embrace each other instinctively. And now uh, it's a kind of a COVID embrace, kind of quick. Uh, before that, for a while, we couldn't embrace each other at all. Odars, non-Armenians look at us and they say, who are these people? They're constantly kissing each other. What is this? Uh, it's not a very American thing to do, uh, but American Armenians and those that attach themselves through marriage or friendship or otherwise to our community as a church or as a, as a group, um, learn this and we do this and it's something quite beautiful it's something quite beautiful when we embrace each other because we have that instinctive feeling um, that that of happiness that sort of wells up within us um, these days since last sunday are a kind of a season in the armenian church that focuses on mary on the mother of the lord the mother of god last week last sunday was the great feast of mary we call it the assumption of Mary, the mother of God, but it's really a general day when we as a church stop to focus on her very important place in the story of our faith, in the story of Jesus, in the story of how as the mother of the Lord, the mother of God, she brings God into this world. She grafts God in a sense into human DNA so that God through Jesus becomes a part of all of us, whether we recognize that or not, whether we accept that or not, the reality is there. Some of us, thank God, awaken to that reality, and that gives us a real strength. So this season of Mary is nine days long in the Armenian church. And so today is another day uh, where we celebrate and think about Mary and her contribution. And in today's gospel that we heard a little while ago, interesting story, sort of the very beginning of Mary coming to the forefront of our Christian faith in the gospel of Luke. Um, in this particular case, uh, Mary has just been approached by this angel who says, Mary, you're be going to become the mother of God. The Lord is going to come into this world through your womb. Right? And Mary steps back and says, this is not possible. I'm not even completely married. I'm engaged. I'm a pure virgin girl. There's no way that this can happen. And the angel says, 
with God all things are possible. And indeed, Mary uh, conceives of the Holy Spirit and bears within her womb Jesus, the Son of God. So this story we know. This is kind of the next, today's gospel is chapter 2. And in chapter 2, all of a sudden, the very next event, Mary goes to visit her cousin, Elizabeth, who, by coincidence, is also pregnant. Um, and pregnant with John the Baptist. Uh, so this is very close uh, DNA family ties, but also very close ties in the whole story of our Christian faith. And so Mary goes to Elizabeth's door, and Mary greets her. Uh, she said what we in English would say, hail, hail, from which we get the word hello, right? It's a greeting. It's just a common greeting among loved ones, right? Greeting of, of one who loves her cousin. And at that moment, the gospel tells us, the baby leapt, leaped in, in Elizabeth's womb, John the Baptist, right? Soon to be the one who would baptize Jesus. Um, leaps, jumps, moves in Elizabeth's womb. And Elizabeth immediately realizes, how is it that I should have the fortune to be able to greet, to be greeted by the mother of the Lord? So Elizabeth becomes the first one to recognize that Mary is the mother of God. Actually, she's the second one. The first person to recognize that Mary bears within her womb the Savior of the world come from God is, is, is John the Baptist in her womb, who hears the greeting of Mary and, and leaps, leaps, moves in the womb. Mothers among you have had that incredible experience of having your child move within your womb. You feel life within you. So John, hearing this from the womb, recognizes already Jesus' salvation is there in Mary. A greeting that causes John and Elizabeth to feel a great sense of joy, to instinctively recognize that God is here. Maybe a little bit like that feeling that we feel when we greet or when we are greeted by someone we love. Yesterday, the day before, it, it happened to me dozens of times. Today, a number of times already. Some of you I've seen, I haven't greeted you yet, right? But I see you, I know you. Others I will meet and come to know. But it's an instinctive feeling of joy. I saw Der Hovnan the other day. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Uh, I saw Nadeg, right? <laughs> This, just this feeling of joy, something like what Elizabeth felt. And that joy comes from God. Now, we don't bear within our wombs, half of us don't have wombs, Jesus. But we do bear within ourselves the spirit of Jesus. The spirit of God is within each one of us. In our womb, really, not so much, but in our hearts, in our deepest souls. And that is given to those of us that are baptized in that or another baptismal font as the gift of God, implanting himself into each one of us. Mary recognized the presence of God brought by Mary. Some of us, when we meet one another in love, when we come into contact of a gift that God and only God has given us, we recognize the Spirit of God. We recognize that God is here, that we are the beneficiaries of God's love, that God loves us 
and has given himself to us. We recognize that. It's something like that little leaping in our hearts that we feel when we greet one another. But, but it's not even when two human beings greet. I've been spent many of the last couple of days, many hours in the ocean, <laughs> a few miles from here, um, in the hotel that my family and I are staying in. You know, for somebody that comes from upstate New York, um, it's something that is absolutely captivating. You're all used to it. You cross these causeways every day, and I don't know how many of you even give it a second thought. For me, from snowy upstate New York, it's phenomenal. It's grace. It's gift from God. It's unfathomable. I look off to the horizon. I think, where does this go? Where does this lead? I jump into that water, and I feel that warmth. It's incredible. It's God's gift. It's as if something is leaping inside me and saying, Bishop Daniel, recognize the love that God has for you. Greet God. God greets you. God greets every one of us every day, many times a day. It comes through human beings. It comes through nature. It can come through music, through our badarak. For some of us, it comes from regular study of the Bible, the Psalms, uh, the, the, the prayer book of Nadeg and other prayers, our own prayers. Sometimes it comes through joy and happy occasions. Sometimes God greets us in sorrow and sadness, mysteriously. And we hope and we pray that we recognize that, that we greet Mary as she greeted Elizabeth, that we welcome the Lord into our lives and into our hearts. And many of us do. But I suspect we don't recognize God's gift coming in front of our faces as often as it does. Why is that? Well, it's a consequence of the crazy world we live in. It's a consequence of the indignity of so much around us in this day and age. It's a consequence of our busying ourselves with secondary silliness, uh, our devices in front of our faces, uh, completely distracting our attention. Uh, it comes from seeking happiness and fulfillment from places that will never bring it, or if they do, only temporarily, a new car, a new house, a new pair of shoes, or whatever, uh, sitting on Amazon.com, whatever it is. It comes from lack of attention. It comes from simply closing our eyes, the eyes of our hearts, and not being alert. Elizabeth answered the door. She could have said, come in. She answered the door, and she was sensitive enough. And she had, she had, um, uh, she had um, not I can't think of the word in English now, cultivated within herself a purity that enabled her to be able to recognize Mary's greeting, God's blessing. This is what God put us in this little slice of eternity for, to recognize his love for us, to discover that and return that love to him. It's all we all want is to be loved by somebody. And then to cultivate that love in our families, in our communities, in this church parish, and outside the doors in this neighborhood and in these cities and in this state and in this world. God knows this world desperately craves that greeting of God's blessing. 
in order to raise humanity up to a higher level of dignity for which it was created and which sadly we just don't see. That's how on a sunny Sunday when you and I could be at the beach somewhere and a few of us show up together, this little group here, opening our hearts, our eyes, our senses, our spiritual senses to hear that constant greeting of the Lord. Through Mary, through one another, we can change the world. We can elevate humanity. And that's our job. That's why we were baptized. That's why God implanted himself, his Holy Spirit, in each one of us. That's why Armenians became Christian 1,700-whatever years ago. It's why they did, because they recognized that that's the source of blessing. The path has been rocky and tumultuous and horrible, and it will be for you and me. But it's the only answer. It's the only answer. And it's the best way that we can spend these few little milliseconds of eternity that God gives us to discover God's love for us, to hear his greeting from one another, from this beautiful creation that he made for us, and to be elevated as a result. And then, in love, to elevate others. We pray today that the Lord will do that for each one of us. We need it, every one of us, and we know so many people that need that love, that need that greeting. Let's be the ones that greet, not just the parish council members, but let's always be the ones that are greeting, that are proactive, that are the ones bringing God's blessing into the presence, the lives of so many who need it. May God bless us all, and may we have the dignity, the sensitivity, the attention, the patience to be able to hear that greeting every day, every moment of our lives.